Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, I'm Ian Joy, and I'm joined by the hardest working man and most interesting man on the internet. Yes, that's right, Fabrizio Romano. We got a lot to discuss today, so let's get into it. Keiko Lazzo begins right about now. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Fabrizio. First and foremost, Fab, how are you doing, buddy? Hi, my friend. All good, all good. Thank you. Ready for the Champions League, finally. Champions League back this week. And so, ready with many, many stories on the transfer market, too. So, ready to go. Hey, before we get started, uh, Erling Haaland's performance yesterday was something very special. I saw you tweeting about him. I mean, what a performance from him. I mean, like, this is incredible to see a guy go to the Premier League, everyone doubt him, and all of a sudden score goals like this. You must be impressed. Yes, yes, I'm, I am uh, on, one, on one side, but on the other side, uh, I still remember, I, I, I am the lot to, to know this guy since a long time and people close to him, and I love uh, how he progressed in his career, all the decisions he made in his career. Every time I see Erling scoring, uh, I still think it was incredible how he decided to go always for the best project in his career and not for the best contract. When he was at Molde in Norway, he had the chance to join Juventus for a big, big money, uh, for a big, big contract. And he said, no, I want to go to Salzburg. It's the best way for me to improve, to play in the first team. And this is what happened. Then at Salzburg, he decided to go to Borussia Dortmund and not to Manchester United or Juventus again because he wanted to pick the best project. And then from Borussia Dortmund to Manchester City after spending like four or five months discussing with all the clubs around Europe to pick the best project and now he's doing fantastic with Pep Guardiola with Man City the atmosphere around him is incredible together with the teammates with the manager everyone in the club so I would say congrats to Man City but also congrats to Erling because he always did the best for his career and not for his for his contract and I think it's something special and we can see how special he is Hey Fab, just just out of curiosity, how much would a player, if you were paying for him in a regular transfer market, not a clause in his contract, if you were paying for him in a regular transfer market, how much would a player like Erland Holland be worth right now, do you think? I think more than around 200 million euros. And I'm not sure that it's enough to, to sign him, honestly. <laughs> but yeah. I would say 200 million euros. He's always yeah, scoring three goals per game so in Premier yeah. League. So, yes. We're talking 50, 60 goals this season. He might yes. spend like 300 million just to get him for uh, obviously his interviews. The guy's so entertaining. Anyway, one of our most entertaining people in the world is Fabrizio Mano. Thanks to everybody out there for joining us. Please make sure you leave a comment. If you have a question for Fabrizio, drop it in. We'll try to get the best questions out to him or even just join in the conversation best you possibly can. Let's touch upon Lionel Messi before we go anywhere else. I, I know it's a World Cup year and Argentina, once again, one of the favorites, Fab, to, to do well in the tournament. Uh, might be the the last time we see Messi at a World Cup. So all these rumors keep on coming up about Messi, what's happening with his contract. Uh, we know he's in the last year of his contract, but how do you see that situation with Paris Saint-Germain and the rumors of potentially going back to Barcelona playing out? 
Yes, there are two realities, two stories around the MS in this moment. The first one is about Paris Saint-Germain, because it's true that Paris Saint-Germain are really happy with, uh, with Leo Messi. It's about, uh, of course, Nasser Al-Khelaifi, but also the director, Luis Campos, the manager, Christophe Galtier. They are in love with, uh, with Messi, I would say, of course, but also with the impact he's having this season. It seems something different, no? He probably needed one, one season to adapt to French football, new city, new teammates, new dressing room, everything completely different after, after spending his whole career at, at Barcelona. So he needed one season, and now it really seems that Leo Messi is enjoying his time at Paris Saint-Germain with his teammates, with Mbappé. So the feeling is very good around, around Messi. And this is why Paris Saint-Germain would love to extend his contact. Already in the first week of August, Paris Saint-Germain had some contacts with people close to Leo Messi, with his father, to tell them that they want to offer him a new deal. For one, two seasons, it's up to Leo, but they want to discuss a new deal and they want to extend the contract of Leo Messi. Uh, at the same point, the other reality is about Barcelona, because all the rumors we have... Uh, it's about the reality. The reality is that Juan Laporta, Barcelona president, would love to bring Leo Messi back to Barcelona. Uh, he would love to have this new opportunity with Messi after that uh, crazy story in summer 2021, one year ago. So uh, it's normal that for Barca, it's a big dream. It's the big idea of bringing back Leo Messi. But the reality on Messi's side, what he told Barcelona, what he told Paris Saint-Germain and all the other people approaching him, because also for ML- from MLS, there is some club already exploring this possibility for Messi in the future. The answer on Leo Messi's side is, I'm not deciding anything now. So nothing will happen in October, in November, in December. Leo Messi is focused on Paris Saint-Germain. He wants to win the Champions League this season with Paris Saint-Germain. And of course, he's focused on the World Cup, his biggest obsession. So Messi will be 100% focused on the pitch now. He doesn't want to speak about contracts, salary, uh, image rights, these kind of things. He wants to focus on the pitch now and then... January, February, we will see is the season. He will start to have meetings with, uh, with the club, with PSG and with people close to him to decide. But nothing will be decided now. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Obviously, the talk always going to come up with Lionel Messi because he's, he's probably the GOAT, right? The greatest of all time to ever do it. And everybody wants a piece of him. Why would Paris Saint-Germain not want to keep him? Why would Barcelona not want him to finish his career there? And I think we can understand it from all points of view. But is it even financially possible that Barcelona could get Messi back? Obviously, we know he's in the last year of his contract. But the problem before, Fab, was his salary demands. So can they now afford to, to pay his salary demands? Is it even financially possible for Barcelona con- to consider this? Honestly, this question we always had about Barcelona and all the signings they did in the last year. For example, like Ferran Torres, we, we thought it was almost impossible for them to go for him in December uh, one year ago and they signed him. And then during the summer, we saw it with Rafinha. Uh, we saw the same situation with Lewandowski and many other signings they completed. So they are convinced that they can do it because the vice president, Rafa Hust, a few days ago said, Yes, we can do it because he's going to be a free agent and so we can negotiate about the contract. So officially, Barcelona think that they can do it uh, about, the, about the salary, about the contract. So they don't see any big issue. I think it's more about Leo, what he wants to do. If he really wants to go back to Barcelona to try the final experience at Barca, but coming back is never easy in football in general. Uh, we know so well how many times it's, it's complicated. At the same point, it's true that Barca will try. I'm sure that Barca will try, that Juan Laporta knows that his face will always be uh, next to Leo Messi, like the president uh, who terminated the contract of Leo Messi, basically because it was impossible for Barcelona to, to complete the deal. It was agreed eh, between Leo Messi and Barcelona. Everything was done, but because of La Liga rules, it was not possible to proceed. So we have to see on the financial point of view how it will look like next summer. They are confident because many players will be out of contract, uh, also important salaries uh, that mm, will, will change for Barcelona next season. So I think it will depend on many things internally at the club about the strategy, but they feel that they can do it. 
It's Ian Joy with a legendary Fabrizio Romano. You're watching Kay Golazzo. Let's turn our attention to Pep Guardiola. Did you watch the game yesterday? I mean, Manchester City, are, yes. they, are they a team that can be stopped in the Premier League, Fab? I think it's not easy, but I think Arsenal are a fantastic side. I'm in love with Arsenal this season, honestly, because, okay, Man City are another planet, uh, we'll agree. But I think Arsenal have something special. So I have a feeling they will fight till the end. Uh, it's not going to be easy. Uh, of course, Man City are favourites. And to answer your question, I think it's going to be really diff- difficult to stop Manchester City. But Arsenal, they have no Champions League, uh, different kind of pressure. They are really enjoying every single game. This is the feeling I have. It's about the players. It's about the manager. It's about the board. It's about the fans. The atmosphere at Emirates is something incredible every single game. And so my feeling is that Arsenal will be there. Arsenal will try to fight till the end. Batman City, of course, are the big favorites. Yeah, of course. Respect. I love to hear you say that as well, Fabrizio. Now I can expect a bit of a title race when it comes <laughs> to the Premier League. All right, let's let's talk about Pep Guardiola. I mean, he opened up about his situation at Manchester City last week in a press conference. I think he surprised a few people by the way he communicated. You know, Manchester City, they're going to be okay. When I'm gone, the project <laughs> is already in place. Uh, Pep Guardiola is going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. But at the end of the day, Manchester City and Pep Guardiola... It's, it's a love relationship that is worth it, working perfectly right now. How do you expect this situation to play out between Pep and Manchester City? Does he stay long-term? Or do you think that maybe they, they start to move on from him at some point soon? I, I highly doubt that. So, honestly, at the moment, Manchester City are doing everything possible to have Pep Guardiola again signing a new deal and to have Pep Guardiola as the face of the project uh, on a long-term project. So, they want him to extend the contract. They are pushing. But at the same point, they know it's, a, it's up to Pep. And Pep has not decided now. He's, what, what he says is the reality. Pep is always honest in his interviews. And the reality is that uh, he wants to wait. He wants to see how the season will go and then to decide in the next month. So, also in this case, nothing will be decided now. Batman City are, are pushing. Uh, they know how important is Pep Guardiola. He says, okay, the club will be fine. Yes, but with Peps, it's always something different. And this is why they want him, him to stay. What I can say is that, of course, nothing is decided. But Pep is really involved uh, also in the transfer strategies. For example, for Manchester City, it was really important to sign Erling Haaland. He called him many times directly. Uh, so he was pushing to have Erling on a long-term project. And this was an important point for Haaland to not work under Pep Guardiola long-term. So this could be a factor. But also with other players, he's having conversations. He's planning for Manchester City future. So Pep Guardiola is absolutely working on it. I think this is a positive message for Manchester City. But then we know how it's football. Sometimes you lose a game like happened, for example, last season with Real Madrid. And it's really disappointing. And maybe you start to think about the future. So let's see how the season will go. But as of now, Pep is planning for the future together with Manchester City board. Legendary stuff from the great Fabrizio Romano. We're going to take a quick break. But when we return, we'll take a quick look at what else is happening around the transfer world, including Christopher Nkunku. Looks like he's on his way out of Leipzig. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like 
feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Oh, welcome back in. You're watching Keiko Lazzo with Ian Joy and the one, the only, Fabrizio Romano. Fab, uh, we got to touch upon Christopher and Kunku. Last week, we talked about it, and then all of a sudden, this secret medical took place, and you were breaking news. I started to get excited that maybe he's on his way to Chelsea. I mean, explain to us what happened last week and how you found out that he did actually have a secret medical with Chelsea. Yes, it's never so easy, honestly, in this moment of the year because the transfer window is closed, you know. It was September, now it's October, but it was September last week. And it's really difficult in September on a journalistic point of view to check this kind of news because clubs and agents are trying to protect the deals because it's normal, no? They don't love to have uh, big stories on the on the media while there is the season going. It's a really important month for Leipzig. They already changed the manager. So to have their top player, Christopher Kuku, in the news, like saying, OK, he's going to play for Chelsea, is not easy. And so um, all the parties, clubs and agents were denying this story. But I was told that the medical was not for personal things, as we saw some, some reports in Germany. The medical was with Chelsea staff there, and I was absolutely sure about that. And this is the reality, because the medical was for Christopher Kunku ready to sign with, uh, with Chelsea. They sent him a contract proposal, a pre-contract proposal, and he's ready to accept. So everything is ready between Kunku and uh, Chelsea. Now Chelsea are in conversations with Leipzig because they want to reach an agreement. They don't want to trigger the release clause. This is the plan B, but the priority for them is to reach an agreement with Leipzig. And this is something that is going to happen because the two clubs already decided and approved in the transfer. So now they have to decide, for example, the payment terms, how long it will take to, to pay that money that is going to be more than 60 million euros but with different payment terms so the agreement is, is almost there everything will be will be completed Chelsea have been really fast I repeat it's not easy because they try to deny and understand them honestly it's not easy for a club like Leipzig to have your best player on the media every single day knowing that it's going to play for Chelsea so they try to protect the news but when things happen then at the end it's, it's difficult to, to deny the reality yeah, it's pretty amazing to see the form that Christopher Nkunku has been in, not only for um, Leipzig, but also now with the national team, he's getting his shot. 53 goals, 48 assists, and 147 games for Leipzig. Really impressive since that transfer over from PSG. And uh, of course, I recognize this is a secret medical. Now, Fabrizio, from your experience, does this happen where teams, clubs, maybe make contact with a player, have a secret medical that obviously doesn't get break into the, the media at any time early before the transfer is announced. But does it happen? Let's say someone has a, a player in a target. They know they want to sign that player. Do they reach out to the player just to check him medically just before they start to proceed with a, a price tag of what they're going to pay for someone like him? Is that normal? Yes, it's something that sometimes it's not so normal. Honestly, it's not always happening. It's something that sometimes happens. Uh, I would say not, not every week and not with every club, but sometimes it happens. Uh, it of course has to be with the authorization of the club, and in this case, mm-hmm. Red Bull Leipzig uh, told Kunku okay and told Chelsea okay, you can do it because we are going to reach an agreement with Chelsea. So everything was ready. They have a great relationship, uh, Red Bull Salzburg board with Chelsea. So you also need that kind of relationship. We know how sometimes it's complicated for clubs to have this kind of of. Pro- 
process because they are fighting on the price tag on the fee. When you have a release clause, it's different because when there is a release clause, the selling club interest is to have a conversation with the other club, maybe to get more money, but with different kind of payment terms. So I think this kind of situation helped Chelsea to, to go with this process. But it's not so usual, but it's something happening. It's something that is always secret. So it's not so usual to see the news on the on the newspapers, on the media, on the social media. This is this is something new. Yes. What do you think about the Bundesliga in general? I mean, obviously, we we recognise it's very difficult financially for them to compete with the Premier League, the biggest league in the world, in my opinion. But what they do in the Bundesliga is they give a platform to create superstars, and the money now coming into the Bundesliga from all these big transfers is something really unbelievable. And I can only imagine you're doing a lot more business yourself. There's more stories coming out, more youngsters going into Germany, and then all of a sudden being sold out to to big clubs, big leagues for big transfer fees. I mean, overall, the Bundesliga seems to be doing it right to create these stars. Absolutely. I 100% agree. I love how they approach football in general. Uh, I love how they approach young talents because, as you mentioned, it's the perfect platform for these players to to go and shine and then maybe join a super top club on, in England, in Spain. It depends. But Bundesliga is where you know that you're going to play, you're going to have your chance. And this is why many young talents are tempted by this possibility even if they're playing for English clubs or Italian clubs or Spanish clubs they decide to move and to go to Bundesliga because they know they're playing also another thing I really love of Bundesliga uh, is how they approach the transfer market you will never see I always repeat you will never see a Bundesliga club desperate for a signing in the final days of the window never on deadline day they don't even work I think they are on holiday <laughs> having their drink and looking at the English, Italian, Spanish, French clubs desperate to sign players. They, they don't care. They are really happy with what they did. They start the transfer market like in February, in March. They start to sign players March and April. It's incredible how they plan for the future. And then they are really relaxed like in August. The market is over in, in July. And I think there is something that has to be appreciated because you can see the strategy and then you can see the vision. Sometimes also you have opportunities like it happened with uh, Red Bull Leipzig in the final days of the window. Liverpool wanted to sign Conrad Leimer as midfielder. And they say, no way, we are not going to sign a player like Conrad Leimer. Even if he's out of contract next summer, he's not going to extend the contract with us. We are not going to sell him now because it's our strategy, it's our vision. And we are not changing the project because of 20 million euros 25 million euros we want to continue like this and we want the player to to stay for one season and then i think that limer will go to Bayern next summer on a free wow fabrizio always breaking news i love to hear it <laughs> all right last uh, last topic before we let you go fabrizio it's always great to have you here on cake a so let's turn our attention to sergio busquets um the rumor continues to happen he's already made it clear that it looks like it's going to be his last season at barcelona what a season what a career he's had i mean this guy's been unbelievable at barcelona but the, the story keeps on coming up about inter miami and potentially a move to major league soccer how do you see it playing out what are you hearing is it possible that he could end his career in Major League Soccer in Miami? I think yes. I think yes, because one year ago, it was April 2021, more than one year ago, one year and a half ago, uh, Inter Miami started contacts with people close to Sergio Busquets, tempting him for summer 2021. So imagine one year ago, and Sergio Busquets said, no, I want to stay one more season in Barcelona. Then Xavi arrived. The plan for Sergio Busquets was to leave this summer. So a few, few weeks ago, a few months ago, and to try a new experience in MLS. 
Then with Xavi as a manager, the situation changed because, of course, Xavi is trusting Sergio Busquets. He wants him to stay. And so it was not even a topic this summer to, to leave because Xavi completely changed the situation around the player. And this is why he decided to stay at Barcelona. Now his contract is expiring next summer, June 2023. And Inter-Miami are pushing to have Sergio Busquets uh, as new Inter-Miami player next summer. So I'm sure that they will try and try to tempt him. Busquets spoke about it a few days ago and he said, I'm not going to decide now. But at the end of the season, uh, I will I will." consider this opportunity with my family and I will decide between Barcelona and Inter-Miami so we have to wait also for, uh, for Sergio Busquets' decision but I'm sure that Inter-Miami will be there because it's more than one year that they're trying to, to tempt him, they want him to be a key player for them in the future and so I'm sure that he's tempted, I'm told that he's tempted but it's about the right time and maybe we need to wait a bit to understand if it's the right time for him. 20 minutes with the great Fabrizio Romano, it might be the 20th best minutes of my morning <laughs> today thank you so much for Brito, as always for joining us you're an absolute legend and thank you so much to everybody else out there for listening to Keiko Lazzo please make sure you take a minute to leave us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast platform we're available on Apple Podcasts Spotify Stitcher and anywhere else you listen to your podcast we're also available as video so subscribe to us on YouTube visit youtube.com forward slash Keiko Lazzo thanks everyone thank you for Brito. we'll see you thank next you. time Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.